0: Hello everyone, welcome back to m- and today I am reviewing the Four Hour Work Week, written by Timothy Ferris. This is a really really good book, and as the title suggests, the Four Hour Work Week. This book is basically a guide to financial fr- financial freedom and working the least possible. Timothy Ferris uh, went from 40000 $40, dollars per year and 80 hours of work per week to $40,000 per month working 4 hours per week. This book is basically a blueprint that you have to follow if you want to work less and earn more. It explains how to eliminate 50% of your work in 48 hours using principles of a f- of a forgotten Italian economist that we will go into later. It tells you how to exchange your career life for short work bursts and frequent mini retirements, and how to outsource your life and do whatever you want. It's really a really good concept debunked by this book is the old concept of retirement. Retirement is seen for our society as something necessary. Everyone works for retirement so then they can enjoy. Well, in this book, a new concept is presented the new rich lifestyle, and this new rich lifestyle is is growing. There's more and more people every day that become entrepreneurs, and they start also following this kind of tips that Tim presents us with his book. With internet, everything is much easier, and this is this is one of the lifestyles. Being able to remotely control your business, allowing you not to work and still have the income. So the framework for this book is structured under the acronym DEAL, D-E-A-L. So D goes for definition, to replace self-defeating assumptions previously hard-coded in your brain. Elimination, forget time management. Learn to ignore the unimportant. This one provides time. Automation, learn to put cash flow on ito- autopilot this one provides income and liberation to create freedom of location this one provides mobility and I cannot stress this one enough mobility nowadays is everything our world is so complex that if you're not able to move around and adapt to the to new circumstances you are going to lose so the first part of the book is the definition traditionally we are used to work when we want to or we say this so i start a job i i get the schedule i work normal schedule everything and we are working for right well in the new rich definition lifestyle you need to have others work for this might seem selfish but it's not this is something you need to start believing you need to have others work for you if you want to uh, to have a really good life traditionally also we want to retire early and young as much as possible in the new rich reality you want to distribute recovery periods and adventures throughout your life on a regular basis and recognize that inactivity is not if you want to have vacation or a retirement plan you're doing something wrong because if you work with the objective of stop working it means you don't like what you're doing so this is also to be deleted from your mind. You have to stop believing. the The main goal in traditional jobs is also to reach the big payoff, uh, or retirement. Or let's let's call it, let's call it a pot of gold. But in new rich reality, to think big, but ensure payday comes every day is the maximum. First, you need to think about cash flow, and then the big payday. So cash flow outplays the big payday. You want to. you want money to be coming at a constant pace every day and not waiting for the end of the month to get paid and Tim sees being financially rich and being able to live like a millionaire as two profoundly different things why well money is multiplied in practical or lifestyle lifestyle value if you can control what you do when you do it where you do it and with whom you do it what we want isn't money it's the power to do what we want with them. It's different, very, very different. And it's really important to start defining some key concepts. And Tim presents this to us in the first part of the no, These 10 ones are very, very important. The first one is retirement is the worst case scenario, as I mentioned. The whole concept of retirement is wrong. And that means you dislike what you're doing. You shouldn't. Second, interest and energy are cyclic, the key to thriving in alternating periods of of work and rest, and the principle holds true at the career level. You need to to start distributing, quoting, mini retirements that aren't really retirements, it's just time off from your normal job because, and you're not taking the time off because you don't like your job, you're taking the time off because you understand this number two interest and energy are cyclical for you in order for you to be to have your productivity on top you also need rest number three less is not laziness so i'm with this book what basically tim is saying that you you should minimize and reduce the amount of work you the time you you use to work and this doesn't mean you're lazy much the opposite but our culture tends to reward personal sacrifice over personal effect effective but the new rich measure their contribution in results not time so we are aiming for results here the timing is never right this is number four forget the pro con list whatever you want to do someday just do it now don't leave it for tomorrow next up number five ask for forgiveness not permission people will deny things on an emotional basis that they will actually accept after You have already done it. So put your foot in the door. Start doing your stuff. Don't ask permission for it. You start and then if if something goes wrong, then you you ask for forgiveness. But don't go after the permission. Don't. People sometimes will be blocked and not start because of what what other people said. Number six, emphasize your strengths. Don't fix weaknesses. There's a great book about this. It's called... Managing oneself and the author says that it's much harder for Mediocre skill to be turned in average than an average skill to deter to be turned in great So you need to double down on what you're good. That's the main point number seven things in excess become their opposite This is true of time as well as possessions The point of this book is not to create excess idle time But to allow you to use your time to do what you want rather than what you're obliged to Next up, number eight. Money alone is not the solution. Adding money isn't the offer, the 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 answer. As often as we think it is, we delude ourselves into thinking that we need more, and busy ourselves trying to make more, thereby avoiding the real problem. So, money. Don't aim for money. Money is like a cat. If you run after, it, you just keep running away from. It. Number nine. Relative income is more important than absolute ca- income. So what is this? Well, relative income is a measure of both time and money. For example, a person working 10 hours a week and making $10,000 is richer than a person working 80 hours a week and making $100,000. People forget to think about this variable, time. They only focus on money and they kill themselves to work 40, 60, 70 hours a week and then, yeah, they get A lot, a lot of money, but they also are using a lot, a lot of their time. And one thing we know is limited. It's not money; it's time. We have limited time here. Number ten: the stress is bad. Eustress is good. Eustress is stress that helps you grow. Embrace good stress instead of avoiding. So, basically, if you, it's it depends on how you look at stress. Good stress, making making you rush toward your goal, is good. Then we go into part number two, and this one is really important. Elimination. <coughs> in this part, Tim introduces the Pareto principle, famously observed by an Italian economist, Vilfredo Pareti, Pareto, that basically says that in any field of endeavor, 80% of the results come from 20% of the action. So you need to, fo- to ask yourself the f- some of the, these questions that Tim presents. Number one, what 20% of, of sources are, co- are causing 80% of your problem and what 20% of sources are resulting in 80% of your desired outcomes and happiness. This is actually pretty funny. So 80% of your results come from only 20% of your actions. Then you start understanding why this elimination is, is important because you want to eliminate and cut off loose hands as much as, you, as much as you can. So, what do you want to eliminate? Actually? Time wasters. These are very big, a very big one. Unimportant email, phone calls, meetings, everything. You can think it's a time waster, you need to cut it off. Turn off notification on your email as well as auto send receive. Check email only twice a day, for example, at noon and 4. Team recommends you to set an autoresponder letting people know that due to my workload you're checking email only at those times so they will know it. Include a member people include a, m- a number of people can call if they have an urgent need. Because sometimes people think it's urgent even though it's not. Focus on important stuff, not urgent. Time consumers. Things that must be done but often interrupt high level work customer service, financial reporting, personal errand. The best practice for time consumers is simply, simple, batching. By stretching the time periods between doing these, these kinds of tasks, then doing them all at once. Just do, a, do them all straight away. Empowered failures. When someone needs approval to make something, insignificant, empowerment failures. When someone needs approval to make something, insignificant happen. To avoid this, establish a clear threshold up to which your delegates have authority to make decisions on your behalf. For example, you can tell the people working for example, if the decision, the decision involves spending less than 100, 100 euros or $100, don't ask me for permission to do it. Then we go into automation, part number three. But first, this is, this is why number, this is number three. First you need to try to eliminate and then you're trying to automate, don't do the opposite. Don't automate something and then eliminate on it. Remember, focus on the important. Only delegate what remains. Otherwise, you'll be wasting your time and money. Additionally, make sure each task is both time-consuming and well-defined. Otherwise, delegation might not be the effective option because remember, delegation costs money. So, if it's not actually time-consuming, don't don't ask someone to do mundane tasks that take 30 seconds to do, just to do them by themselves, otherwise you'll be wasting a lot of money. Again, cannot stress this enough. First try to eliminate and then to automate. There's a big important part in this, in this, in this chapter called income autopilot, finding your, your muse. Now that you have made some room in your schedule, it's time to find your muse, which the author defines as a product-based business that costs less than $500 to test And after a month, it will require less than a day per week to. And he really walks you through this process by steps. Step one being pick an affordably reachable niche market. Find the market first by defining your customers, and then design your product around. It becomes much easier if you're a member of the target market yourself. You will know the market from inside. Step number two, brainstorm products. Do not invest in them. Here and it, it gives you some brainstorming. The benefit of your product should be explainable in one sentence. Your product should sell for between 50 and $200, which is the sweet spot for a, for to be able to sell fewer units, create higher profit margins, and attract lower maintenance customers. Because, believe it or not, people that are willing to spend this amount of money will also not be willing to spend too much time complaining, and it's just a different target group. There's many more complaints on lower-priced items than higher-priced ones. Your product should also take less than four weeks to manufacture in order to keep costs low and easily adapt to demand. But one to two weeks is the ideal time. And you need to be able to fully explain your product in an online FAQ, frequently asked question. Because remember, you need to eliminate as much as as you can and you need to channel all your customers that have questions into an online fact. Because if you have to take care of customer service, then that one will be a bummer. And you don't want this one in your muse. The muse is what you start with. You need to spend the least time possible doing it and getting the most up. But this isn't a formula for a good business. Rather, it's just a set of constraints suitable to the specific type of lifestyle business that qualifies as a muse. Tim, Tim... Moreover, Tim recommends you to create your own product rather than reselling or licensing. And the easiest type of product to create is an information product. It's low cost, fast to manufacture, and time consuming for your competitors to duplicate. So, do you have a skill that you can make videos about, sell it? This this is really in high demand at the moment. Everything that, that is an information product Online courses, skill, just sk- courses about skills, whatever you can think about that you can record, put online and people will pay for it. It's amazing. You can record 10 videos, put them online and people just come after and keep paying for it. You can even have a, subs- a monthly subscription and every month or every week you update a new video and people will be paying for the same video. Amazing, it's a really good idea. We now enter in the last part of the book, liberation, how to escape the office. Tim offers a five step process to convince your employer to let do your job out of the office. This is very important. Offices are boring and stressful. And if you're still not quitting your job after this muse tip from last part, well, you should spend the least time uh, uh, possible in there. So step one, Increase your investment. Get your employer to first invest in you to increase their cost if you leave. For example, ask, ask if the firm has any additional trainings available to employers and take them. Step two, prove increased output offsite. Call off sick for two days in the middle of the week, double your work output on both days and make sure to demonstrate and record it with an email trail or otherwise. If you have to be on a computer at work, try some remote access software because of course your boss won't allow you to work from home if you don't if it it, if you cannot prove you work better there because that's what they really want they want to you to be more productive they don't really mind if you're there or not because nowadays with internet it's it's just the same basically step number three prepare the quantifiable business benefit. You need to position remote working as a business benefit, not not a personal perk. Build more client, build more client time. Complete more projects, or otherwise demonstrate quantified improvement. Explain the increased productivity as less time con- commuting and fewer distractions. Step number four: propose a v- revocable trial period. Informally mention to your boss how you were sick for those two days and didn't expect to get anything done, but. We're actually twice as productive. Ask if you could try working from home Monday and Tuesday for the next two weeks as a trial that your boss can veto at any time. Make sure to mention that you'll, of course, come to the office to any meetings or anything else that comes up. So what do you think? You, can, you might ask him. Test it out, start it next week, Monday, and see how much more work can I get done? You, you should ask this, this to your boss, why not? When your boss objects, acknowledge his concerns and propose working from home only one day a weekend. Start from something, better than nothing. Step number five, expand remote time. Continue to kill on your work from home days and slightly drop in office performance to hide and then contrast the contrast. Ask for another trial period with extra two days at home, dropping down to one extra day if necessary. Bonus tip given by Tim. Schedule vacation for a time that you will know it will be busy at work. Then, once the time comes and people are panicking, <laughs> be the hero by offering to work the whole time remotely instead. Amazing, okay. great. And people might, the The big point of the book is so for you to start your own business. And people find this so far-fetched. But look around. You're probably listening to this in your computer. Someone made their, your computer. I mean, m- you might not be able to start making computers out of all of a sudden but you can start looking around and look at the most basic items you can see and what's the difference between you and the people making it you just ne- need to start you need to find a supplier you need to find a, a sale channel Sa- some sale channel but it's possible people are doing this and people as normal as you and me it's it's really easy but I don't know, there's this mental barrier on everyone that think that only big corporations are able to sell stuff. It's not true. It, and then people say there's some objection that Tim enlightens about when people listen to quitting the job. Uh, for example, he gives four objection examples. One of them is quitting is permanent. People, people look at quitting as permanent. Well, go back to exercise in chapter three and you'll quickly discover that it's entirely possible to start your own business and still be working. Because listen, you need to try new stuff, but that doesn't mean you need to start going full-time on it. You can still work for someone, as you might have your corporate job now, and run your, your business aside. Because remember, this is all about time, and cash flow so if you do it right you will be able to manage your side income your passive income in your new business in one or two hours a week as it suggests for the muse people also say I won't be able to pay the bills first of all don't quit without having another job as I mentioned before you cannot you cannot just of course if we all have to pay bills right you why would you quit and then start making your business plan that's wrong you need to start by experiment on a low scale with minimizing risk it will ruin my resume this is another one if you're quitting your job in the spirit of this book you're doing it in order to do something interesting the period after you quit is going to be the most interesting item on your resume do you think that quitting on your resume plus creating your own business and starting it is a bad thing i don't think so and If you quit and you actually do it right, you won't be able or you won't need to present any other resume ever in your life. Because once you unlock the possibilities with the muse, everything is within your reach. You have so much spare time, you'll be able, and remember, spare time is not vacation. You should do things that you're interested in. And to close this book up, this reality may seem strange to you, but it's not just best-selling authors and geniuses who can pull this off. Tim has met paraplegics, senior citizens, single mothers, and people from every walk of life who have done the same. You need a a very important variable presented by this book, is mobility. Because maybe where you live, in a main city, capital, Europe, United States, wherever it is, you might be thinking, oh, the good life is expensive, and I cannot afford it. But remember, a luxury penthouse in Buenos Aires with maids and personal security guards will cost you less than $550, including utilities. That is the same that you will pay for a rundown apartment in the bad part of a town in the US. You see, value is different in different places. And if you achieve this uh, uh, this four hour work week goal, you will be able to move around and put your income that you generate where you live or everywhere else, pretty much because of internet, you will be able to enjoy life much more. You move around to places where your money is worth much more and you will be able to live like a king. At $5 for a five-star restaurant in Buenos Aires, you can eat like a king, $5. So it's all a matter of perspective give this book a try. I definitely suggest you you get it online, maybe online version if you don't want to put the money on it. But this is a how-to book, you know. It just explains you step by step how to you achieve this amazing new reality. I hope you really enjoy it. I hope you get the book. We will meet next week for the new book. Cruise. I hope you enjoyed. See you.